Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Peak performance for the postseason. Welcome back to Mindset Monday. Gene and Jeff Zanetti, the founders, the owners of Wrestling Mindset, the number one wrestling-specific mindset program anywhere in the world. You were at Mindset Monday, peaking for the postseason. What do we have for them, Jeff? That's right. We, we are in the postseason. So New Jersey, they're starting the district tournament this weekend. Then it goes to the region tournament, then the state tournament. And a lot of states are going to have their state tournament this weekend. So it's crunch time. How do you wrestle your best when it means the most? And I think that's why most people come to wrestling mindset. That's right. right. Enjoying it. I mean, you, you look at it as it's, it's Christmas morning. You don't approach Christmas morning nervous or scared or worried. You're excited. You can't wait to get your, your presents. Well, you've been making all these deposits. You've been making daily deposits every day in the bank. And now's the time to make a big withdrawal. So you should be ready. You should be singing, hey, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Get excited. You should be anticipating it. This is why you train. You got to love this stuff. And if you don't love it, you're going to have a hard time beating someone who does. That's right. We should hear some singing, some Christmas tunes across uh, state tournaments the next few weeks. So let's jump right into it. Number one, keeping things in the perspective. That's that's pretty much always, that's rule number one. I know we text this out. We have our daily text service, which if you're not on it, text mindset one to eight, four, five, seven, six for daily mindset and motivation message. Text mindset one to eight, four, five, seven, six. But it's probably one of the, the most common texts that goes out. Rule number one, make sure you make the most important thing, the most important thing, which basically means keep things in perspective, have good priorities and not just have them, but live by them. Right. So wrestling, I get it. It's important. You know, it was a a huge part of our lives. But the best thing you could do for your performance is just keeping it into perspective. You know, it's 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 important, but it's not special. It's just wrestling. You know, at the end of the day, as high as the stakes feel, the stakes are very low in wrestling. You know, there's really not that much of a difference. It's going to happen winning or losing a certain match. 
And the more that you have that perspective, you know, the bird's eye view looking out, you know, five, 10, 20 years from now, it's like, it's, it's not that big of a deal. You're going to have to, you're going to have to earn it every step of the way. You know, you win a state title, you're not set for life. <laughs> you know, you get into uh, Harvard, Princeton, or Yale, you're not set for life. You still have to earn it, you know, and you go out into the work world. So keeping things in perspective and realizing that there's things like our faith, like our family, like our health, academic, school, career that are more important than wrestling. You think our wife cares that we about, about our, our wrestling accomplishments that happened 20 years ago? Of course not. We still got things we're doing around the house. There's still expectations. There's demands as a husband and father. Same thing as a mother. But I guarantee this. I guarantee all you have, all of you have a computer. I guarantee this. If you open up your desktop, I'm going to see folders. There's going to be folders. Why don't you just have files just thrown all over the place? Why? Because you need some organization. You need proper categories. If you go back to Aristotle, which is 300 BC, his book, The Organon, Organon means method, the method of arriving at knowledge. That's the foundation of philosophy. It's the foundation of logic. The book, The Organon, the number one, the first book he has in that five book series is categories. You need to have proper categories. That means wrestling needs to be in its proper category. And we know on your computer that, you know, your desktop, you look at it, the folders, some folders are more important than others. Some folders you use all the time, some folders you never use. So there's always an importance. There's always a hierarchy of important files, of important categories. What is wrestling? We're going to get real basic here. What's wrestling? Wrestling is a sport. What does sport fall under? Recreation. Okay, so we have to understand that wrestling is ultimately part of recreation. Recreation, if you look at the root word, recreate. You're recreating your soul so you can go back to the more important things in life, meaning your vocation, what God's called you to do. So when you have that faith, and you know, ultimately, life is about me answering God's call for my life. Wrestling is recreation. It recreates the soul so you can get back to doing that. Now, we all know that you've put in many, many hours to succeed in this recreational sport. But that's what it is. Don't confuse yourself. It's a recreational sport. There's a great encyclical by Pope Pius XII back in the 50s where he talks about this, that sports needs to be kept in its proper place. And it's very true. The great athletes, they have perspective. You look at a guy like Jordan Burroughs, he talks about his faith. Kyle Snyder talks about his faith. So you have to have this in the right perspective. Wrestling is a sport. It's recreation. Sure, you could want to win. You could have goals. You could want to be successful. It does impact other, other areas of your life. But wrestling's got to be the icing on the cake. Wrestling can never be the cake. You make wrestling the cake, you're at a massive disadvantage. Keep it in perspective. I just sent the video of um, when when Kyle Snyder lost in the world championships to uh, Sajulayev. So I think the team title was on the line. This is the year after he beat him in the finals to win it for Team USA. And one of the announcers or one of the interviewers asked him, you know, how is this going to define you? And he just, you know, no, rest, you know, wrestling doesn't define me. It's like it's an important part of my life, but I'm defined as, you know, as as a, as a son of God, you know, so. He, he had the perspective. This is right after his match. So this is probably within, I would think, within 10 minutes. So when you look at the best wrestlers, it's not that it's not important to Kyle Snyder. He's putting in a lot of time in. You know, if you're watching this, he's probably putting a lot. He's putting a lot more time than you have. Right. But he still has things in proper order. And that allows him to compete close to his best every time more consistently. Exactly. And when you have it in the proper order, you're able to reboot quicker, which is why a lot of you, after you lose a match, you're inconsolable for the next week. On the other hand, you look at Kyle Snyder. He bounced back in 10 minutes. 
his loss was much more public than yours. He was in the world or he's in the world Olympic finals. All eyes are on him. His, his, his weaknesses are right there on display. You know, he got pinned. It's like, okay, well, you know, he should have bridged. He could have done that. It's like, Hey, listen, he was still able to reboot real quick. Well, guess what? A lot of people are inconsolable. Think about it. if you're a parent, you know, your, you know, your kids and how they're like a different person after they lose that match or even not after they lose a match, after they compete poorly, they, they seem like a different person. It's because they really have it out of perspective. These other guys are losing at a much higher level and they're able to reboot quicker. And it's going to be hard to beat a guy who reboots quicker because while you're still sulking, wallowing, feel, wallowing in pity, feeling sorry, sorry for yourself, maybe even a little bit glad that you got that far. This guy's already on to the next thing. I'm getting better. I'm, I'm still working on all these other areas and improving. Your reboot time's got to be fast. That's right. Next one, treat it like any other match, right? Probably the worst thing you could do is put this match on a pedestal. It's the postseason. It's the district finals. It's the region finals. It's the state finals. It's a wrestling match, right? It's, it is the most important wrestling match because it's the next one, right? And that's how you should look at every single match. Dual meet, first round of the districts state finals, NCAA finals, it's the most important match, but it's because it's the next one. So we're treating it the same and, and treating it the same means you're trying to tell yourself similar things before each match. Your pre-match routine is consistent. You know, you don't warm up a lot harder because it's the state championship. You should be doing that before the regular dual meet. So keeping things consistent and treating it like another day in the office. Right. The most destructive phrases in sports. This is it. Now or never. Do or die. Make it or break it. There is no tomorrow. All that matters is March. This is what we've been working hard for our, our whole the whole year. Um, you know, you even you know, we think about we'll, we'll get it when it counts. We're guilty of saying these things. We're guilty of living these things. If you if you say it once or twice, OK, we, we understand that the, the importance like we are trying to peak for the match. We are trying to peak for the postseason. We get it. We're not pushing that aside. Um, we do want to rise to the occasion when the stakes are high, but we don't. We really want to minimize that kind of language. I mean, in practice, you should be trying to win every practice. I go back to Gable, where he would talk about he would, you know, he'd be able to beat everyone in the room. Like he was, he was trying to win all practices too. Now, it doesn't mean that you know you're going to treat it the exact same way because in practice you might do things to make it harder on yourself. As an example, if you're if you're going up against a slouch uh, friend who is not that good at wrestling, very little experience, you're in a practice room, maybe you don't have a great team, you're going to have to do things to make yourself maybe run run sprints right before you go live, start yourself at disadvantages when you're going live. So you might put yourself in a position to make the match more competitive in practice if you're much, much better than them. But at the same time, you're still trying to get them no matter what. Like you're always out there trying to get them. You're trying to, I don't want to say win, but you're trying to beat your opponent, whoever they are, wherever they are. So treat it the same. So whether it's a match, wrestle off, preseason, postseason, it's just live wrestling. The time doesn't change. The mat doesn't change. The rules don't change. Everything's the same. So don't change it in your mind. Don't make it special. Nine times out of 10, you make, it a, you make a match special, you do worse. Everything's important, nothing special. And your opponents are going to make this mistake, by the way. This is a major way that you could have an edge on your opponents right, right after listening to this. Let them make it special. You treat it the same. You give yourself the best chance to win. Let him, shoot, let him or her shoot, or shoot themselves in the foot. That's right. We use the, the Bruce Springsteen story sometimes. So regardless of what you think of his politics, he's uh, one, of, uh, one of the all-time great singers. 
and great performers on stage. And they asked him when he, he just broke his record for the longest concert ever. So he broke his own record and they asked him, they said, you know, how do you, how do you keep performing at this level? He had to be pretty old at the time, right? He's probably well into his sixties. And he said, you know, it's, he tells himself it's the most important concert of his life, but it's just rock and roll. So it's, again, it's the most important event, but it's just rock and roll. Same thing with wrestling. The next event is the most important event because it's the next event, but it's just wrestling. Yeah. You look at it the same way. And you hear, and you hear, um, listen, listen to any Iowa documentary or brands talk about this. It's we're, we are not focusing on the, the NCAAs, we are focusing on this tournament that's ahead of us. Dead right. Exactly right. So, and that's, and it's, and it's not just at Iowa, <laughs> the most successful coaches, the best wrestlers, they're looking at the next time. They're, they're looking at the next time they take the mat. So you do that yourselves. Treat it the same. Let your opponents mess this up. It happens every single year. A quick break from today's podcast. Wrestling season is here. Wrestling Mindset is the number one wrestling-specific program anywhere in the world. This season, make sure to work with a Wrestling Mindset coach to get the mental edge so that you can build confidence, stay motivated, and bring out your best when it means the most. Wrestling Mindset works with hundreds of wrestlers and teams each year. We have a special offer this season for our podcast listeners. Go to our website at WrestlingMindset.com, click on the free trial session, type your name and information. In the last section, you'll see additional information Type in podcast discount. Wrestlers will receive a $100 discount and teams will have a $200 discount for any team program. Again, go to wrestlingmindset.com. Click on the free trial session. Type in podcast discount under additional information. Wrestlers will receive a $100 discount in their first month and teams will receive a $200 discount in any team program. Get the mental edge today. Now back to our podcast. Take care of the non-wrestling. We'll say the non-wrestling because I would, I guess I would argue that it is a wrestling issue. Sleep, nutrition, your relationships, your schoolwork. Take care of, of those little things, right? Cross your T's, dot your I's. Make sure you're living a good lifestyle so those things don't trickle into, you know, your performance. So sleep, if you're trying to get to bed early, you know, in, in three weeks for the, in the night of the state finals, what better start today? Don't do it two nights before the state finals. Hopefully that started months ago. Hopefully you're consistent around the clock, but start as early as possible. Take care of the nutrition, you know, making sure that you're on top of your schoolwork because the last thing you need to be thinking about is, oh, I, I got to write this paper with, with minimal time. So making sure that you're living a good lifestyle and taking care of the little things off the mat. Right. Like our wrestling coach would always say, like Don Ernst would always say, he would say, from now on through the rest, rest of the season, everything perfect. And now we get it. It's not, we're not aiming at perfection. But he was saying, do all the little things right. That's all he was saying there. We've, back to Kyle Snyder, you hear interviews of Tom Ryan in the past saying he does all the little things right. And again, it's not just Kyle Snyder. Many, many wrestlers, you listen to their interviews of the coaches, and they say, this, this athlete is willing to do all the little things right. The eat, the sleep taking care of themselves, the training, everything. Next one is mindset principle number one. I am thankful for the opportunity to wrestle. So the big thing here is just treat it as an opportunity, not an obligation. Wrestling is an opportunity. It's not an obligation. Again, you go back to it being recreation. You don't have to do it. Wrestling is not mandatory to get a degree. Wrestling is not mandatory to be successful in life. 
we, we believe in wrestling. We believe it can help you build virtue and become a better person, but it's not mandatory. So you got to look at every match as, as an opportunity and not an obligation. And, you know, for the people that are in high school now, the juniors, the seniors are in college. You guys were around during COVID. You realize how quickly a season could be taken from you, right? I mean, you know, think of the wrestlers two, three years ago. They wrestled in their Big Ten championships. They wrestled in their conference championship. The NCAAs are just canceled. It could happen. You know, you think of, I guess, you got pandemics. You have world wars, you know, which it could happen. You know, injuries. There's so many things that could derail you from what you want to do. Enjoy the opportunity. So you get back to mindset principle number one. Right. There could be a draft at any time. And a lot of a lot of your grandparents or great grandparents, they lived through it. You think they had a, a lot of these. You think a lot of them had a high school career? No. And, and you know, there's and there was a lot of people who didn't make it out. So be grateful. Be very grateful. We talk about the importance of weaponizing gratitude. Look at gratitude as your greatest weapon. Go back to the psychology of, of, of everything that any kind of negative emotionality, stress, nerves, fear, anxiety, what would be the lowest of the lows? Depression, a sense of, of, of pure and utter hopelessness, like very low depression. Well, when I was in my doctoral program for psychology, talking about depression, they said the, the opposite of depression is not happiness, which was surprising to me. You think if you're not sad, you're happy, right? It seems like the opposite, but it's not. The opposite of depression is gratitude. It's thankfulness. That's why you talked, if you spoke to a therapist, they would tell you, make a gratitude journal, write a letter to someone who you're grateful for, for helping you, read it to them. It's a constant, it's all about thanks and why, because if you're thankful for something, what does that mean implicitly? You have something. Our society, our culture, our culture is all designed to make you, to, to really keep you thinking, I need this, I need this, I need this, I want this, I want this, I want this. Well, when you have that, when you have that kind of a mentality, what's implicit? What's built into that? What's assumed? What's assumed is that you don't have. I need. There's something that's missing. When you have an attitude of gratitude, it's the exact opposite. You literally turn that on its head. The attitude of gratitude is I'm thankful for something that I have. It's reminding me what I have. So it's a complete, it's a complete shift in the mindset. Knowing what you have during COVID, when we interviewed people and a lot of very you know, successful business owners, they were all saying the same thing. It could be a lot worse. I have A, B, and C. It could be worse. One of those could be taken away. So that's got to be a foundation. Think about what you have. Be grateful for what you have. Remember when Ashnault was going for his fourth New Jersey state title, he was going to be the first ever four-time undefeated state champ in New Jersey. And the week before they came out, they interviewed him. They did a whole series of tiger style thing of New Jersey forums. And, and he said, well, no matter what happens, you know, my, my, I still have the same teammates. Uh, my parents still love me. My coaches are still going to coach me. He was thinking about what he had. And that helps you wrestle free from, from nerves. So but the point is this. If the lowest of the lows with negative emotionality is depression, gratitude will help. And gratitude helps solve that. Gratitude will solve any kind of negative emotion, fear, anxiety, sadness, whatever it is. So make gratitude your greatest weapon. You go back to the Bible, a lot of the Psalms are about our, our praise and thanksgiving, being grateful to God. So make sure you're make sure you're grateful. It's not just on Thanksgiving, it's gotta be all year round. Next is on match day, accept your feelings, not judging your feelings. So it's gonna happen. There's gonna be nerves, right? There's gonna be excitement. 
but the time to, to judge those thoughts and feelings are not on match day. So you have a good match, you have a bad match, you're nervous, you're feeling confident, you're not confident. On the tournament day, on the match day, that's the day to just let it go. Acceptance over judging those feelings. You got to let it go. That's that's why you do the mindset training beforehand, right? And then and then afterhand, to, after after the fact is to to review those things and how to improve in the future. But you know, on match day, I feel good. Great, that's awesome. <laughs> that's that's ideal. If I don't feel good, doesn't mean that I'm not going to wrestle well. So what we can't have is that negative snowball effect where you know, well, I don't feel great. It must mean I'm not confident. I didn't work hard enough. You know, I'm going to lose today. And then all of a sudden I don't wrestle well, you know, and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. So we're not judging our thoughts and feelings on match day. Right. And then a lot of times when, when we feel a certain way, then we tell our parents or we tell our coaches and then they start making the excuses too. And now what do we do? We build up an excuse to lose or an excuse to not perform well. Like in other words, and we all know what this like. This is like if you've ever competed, you know what it's like. You kind of want to sit. You have this kind of urge inside you to tell other people what's not going so well or why I don't feel at my best, just in case I don't perform well, just in case I lose. There is some kind of excuse there, and what we're saying is no. Go rogue. Ditch your excuses. Tell yourself I'm ready to go. The feelings don't matter that much, right? We say it all the time. Maybe you got a good night's sleep. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you had a good wake up. Maybe you didn't. Bottom line is, are you going to shoot or not out there? Are you really going to try to turn the guy on top? Or are you just going to hang on and, and just basically, you know, not do anything, just look to hang? And on bottom, are you going to keep getting to your feet? Or are you going to try to look like you're, you're getting out, but you're not really? So that's actions. It doesn't matter how you feel. And I prove this to our athletes all the time when we speak about this one, about your feelings. Feelings, it's important, but they're very overrated. The example I use is, how many times did you go in the weight room that you did not feel like lifting? You didn't feel strong. Your head was out of it. You really didn't feel great. And you hit a personal record. You hit like your all-time best, best max or squat. I, literally, 100% when I've done this with athletes, have you ever felt like not lifting and then you had a great workout, one of your best, and hit a personal record? Almost, I, no, everyone, literally everyone I spoke to has said yes to that. Well, what does that tell you? Your feelings don't matter that much in terms of performance. And then go back to the draft analogy that we spoke about with the war. You think the enemy cares? Your grandparents are out fighting Vietnam, Korea, World War II. You think the Japanese care? You think they cared it was the middle of the night? You didn't sleep the night? That They didn't sleep the night before? Or they didn't have a great meal? Or they just ate whatever, peas for lunch? They don't care. The enemy doesn't care. So they got to be ready to go. Boom, you're on. And then it's and then you're dealing, you know, then the Navy, they're dealing with the cold water they got to get into. I, I just saw a great one where, you know, about with, with the Navy. This might have been the, another Jocko story where he said, <laughs> going back to him, he said, he said, everything stinks about the Navy. I, like in terms of like when you're doing your operation He's the Navy is so great because everything you have to do when it comes to an operation, it absolutely stinks. He said, you got to deal with the water. You got it. You know, everything's covered with sand. You got to swim out to the land. You're dead tired. You didn't sleep that much. He's like, and you didn't even start your operation yet. You literally did not even go to your mission and you're already shot. So it's the same kind of thing. You didn't feel well. But guess what? If we didn't have people that push through that, we wouldn't have the very freedoms we have right now that we're still holding on to to the best of our ability. So they didn't care in a time of war. and You can't care either. Someone breaks in your house in the middle of the night. God forbid. It's not like, well, hey, let's stretch out. Let me get warmed up. Let me pop my contacts in. You might have to fight blind. I think about that. It's like I, I'm a 
very can't, it's hard to see without my contacts. And God forbid, a million times, it's like, so you got to fight blind. Who cares? It's like, I've done it. I, you know, we've done it with the lights off. You can do it. That's right. And how many times do you have to listen to David Goggins to, to understand that it's like feelings don't matter? How many times he talks about that? A guy who you look at as like one of the most motivated people on the planet, right? He says more times than not, almost every time his alarm goes off, he doesn't want to do it. <laughs> what does he do? He wakes up and he runs. He's like at least 12 miles. And it's like, and then, and then he works out after, he lifts after that or bikes or, you know, something crazy. But the, his main point is that you don't feel good every time. It's just, you make the decision. It's like, this is who I am now. So again, the feelings are overrated. Yes, we work to feel better. We work to get motivated. That's not that that's not important, right? He clearly is able to find the motivation each day, but you know, it's not like he wakes up and he's like, oh, I'm well rested. Let's go for a nice 12 mile jog. I feel great. No, maybe he feels great six, seven miles in, but um, not every day. Take it, take it from him. We're talking about match day, right? The whole context here was match day, right? This yep. is why you need a mindset coach. This is why everyone needs a mindset coach. It's so important. Top athletes, top, co top college athletes, high school, everyone. If you want to be successful, you need a mindset coach because we understand the importance of emotions. My master's, I have two master's degrees, one in clinical psych, the other one in sports psych. Like, it's important. Your emotions do matter. But not dealing with your emotions properly will mess you up. More importantly than wrestling, but in life, you need to work on your emotions. So you need someone to talk to. And it's helpful when you have a wrestler who's been through this before, who's a certified mindset coach. They've, they're talking to talk to you and they've walked the walk. That's why we say, you know, don't waste any more time. Even now, this time of year, it's not too late. Make sure you go to our website, wrestlingmindset.com. Fill out the free trial form. Talk to one of our mindset coaches. Get the ball rolling and get started because you do need to deal with your emotions. If all you do is keep sweeping your emotions to the side, you're going to crack. Something's going something's to give, and it's not going to be pretty. It's going to be very ugly. So what we're saying is we don't want that to happen. Don't misunderstand this. What we're saying here is not that your, your emotions don't matter at all. We're speaking very specifically on match day. you got to factor your emotions out. you got to put them to the side completely. If you do that for life, That'll mess you up. So you need a mindset coach. So make sure you get a hold of us. We're happy to help. We do this all the time. And, it, and it's not a weakness. You know, if you saw our form, it's like we're not going to mention names, but guys that are ranked top, you know, number one in the state, number one in the nation that are reaching out, looking for help on their mindset because they know it's important. Right. So, again, we use a strength training analogy. You, you have a strength coach. You lift weights. Do You only do that if you're weak or does every single wrestler in the country at a high level lift weights. Every single country, even every, every single wrestler in the country, especially the strongest ones, they probably lift the most weights, right? So it's the same thing with your mindset. So let's let's talk a little bit about in between rounds. So you're at a tournament, you know, the, the advantage of a tournament, I'd say you get to wrestle a lot of matches. If you like wrestling, you know, you should love a tournament because you get to wrestle more matches, at least throughout the weekend. So what are some things we could do in between rounds to make sure that we're competing at our best? For mo everyone's gonna be a little bit different. Of course, of course there's individual preferences. A lot of people, most people, most of the time, you got to give yourself natural breaks, meaning in between rounds, get it, get away from things. You could take a shower, you know, whatever, just get, get, get out of the arena. If, if you're in a place where if it's not too cold, go outside, get a little bit of fresh air. Don't be in, in the intense environment for so long. Don't watch too much wrestling. And when you do watch wrestling, if there is going to be wrestling, you watch a lot of times you got your teammates or brother on the team, like in our case. You have to watch as sort of a kind of cool onlooker who's detached. 
You can't be getting emotionally into it. How many times when we wrestled, and that was one of the great things that our mom, our mom told me, and this was you know, no formal psychological training, but we were always back to back, not in the sense of um, weight class. You were, you know, my senior year, you were 103, I was 140, and you know, you'd and you'd be, okay, district finals or county finals, you would win, then I'd have to wrestle. You know, then the districts, you would win, then I had to wrestle, and then regions, you win, then I had to wrestle. We both won all those together, but that's it's stressful. And I remember after the counties, I guess I guess our our mom saw that, you know, I really like emptied the tank during your match. And I wound up winning a match kind of close against a guy who I could have blown out a lot more. And she said, you know, you're, you can't be so attached when Jeff's wrestling. Like you want your brother to win. You wish him well, but he's got to do his thing out there. Really, there wasn't, a, it's not like I could control anything. You know, there's nothing I could really say or do when you're out there. But she would say, you know, this is your senior year. Doesn't make a difference if it's your senior year with her advice. But she would say, you got to focus mostly on yourself. Let him do, let you do your thing. And then me do my thing. We've seen this with wrestlers where they did not heed our advice and it bit them at the state tournament because they were watching their twin brother when they should have been getting ready for their match. This happens all the time. So you have to be detached from what's going on around you. Or like Jordan Burroughs said, the more wrestling he watches, the nervous he tend the more nervous he tends to get at competitions. Before he won both of his, his two-time NCAA champ, Jordan Burroughs, he said both of those matches that he won, he had to do after the biggest upset in the tournament, okay? Um, d- d- uh, Caldwell upset Metcalf, and then Burroughs had to go out and, and uh, beat po- Poeta or something at the time. Uh, so Burroughs had to do it right after Caldwell just shocked the world and beat Metcalf. It was a huge upset at the time. And then the next year... David Taylor got pinned, Bubba Jenkins pinned David Taylor. So the whole place went completely nuts right before Jordan Burroughs took the mat. And I think he was a pretty heavy favorite to win both of those matches. And he beat Andrew Howe, okay? Something something like that, something crazy like that. So it could happen. And if you're really watching the matches and you're in tune, your stomach is, you know, is going, your mind is racing, you're getting even more jitters. So get away for a little bit, get out of the arena, get some fresh air, take a shower in, betu- in between rounds if you can, have a plan for how are you going to distract yourself? Maybe you have some YouTube videos that you're watching or whatever, you know, plan it out, plan out distractions throughout the day. And the good news about the end of the season, usually the tournaments are running about as crisp as, the, as they'll ever be, right? It's like, you know, when things are going to be coming up, there's times in the newspaper when things are going to be, it's not a throw together off season tournament. The structure is pretty good in season. So plan it out. You get, so I think the term is recharge your battery in between rounds. You got your, just like a phone, you got limited battery, right? Same thing with the human, not exactly the same, but there's, there's elements that are the same. You got to recharge your battery in between rounds, have a plan for it. And, and it doesn't change if you have a big win or, or a bad loss. That's a big thing I see somebody, somebody maybe lose in the region tournament and now they're barring elimination. And now they're on their feet for the next two, two and a half hours. Well, you've walked around probably a few miles before your match. You're just, you know, your legs, <laughs> you're draining your legs. You, you never really do that normally. So it's probably not going to be good for you. So what are you doing in between rounds? Exciting win, difficult loss, or somewhere in between? What is our plan before the next match? And then, you know, we don't have to warm up until it's time to warm up. Follow the plan. You don't have to do your pre-match routine until it's time to do the pre-match routine. You know, Warming up extra or just pacing around isn't going to help you. You know, 99 out of 100 times, it's not going to do anything positive. Stick with the plan, win or lose. So right. make sure you recharge your battery. Yeah, if you All right, to- let, 
No, I was just going to say, like, and, and build the surroundings with you. If you need a pillow in between rounds, bring a pillow from home. How hard is that, right? If you need to have a playlist on your phone, a relaxation playlist, things that you're listening to throughout the day that are more calming so it's not intense, have that also. Speak to your parents ahead of time. Have the conversation ahead of time now, like in between rounds, what you would like from them. You know, if you don't want them to talk to you in between rounds, let them know. Or if, if you if you want to talk to them, but something other than wrestling, let's let's talk, let's joke around, let's keep the mood light and fun in between rounds. That's going to really help you. Like your opponents are going to burn out because of that. And going back to the cell phone analogy, right, you only have so much battery life in your phone and then you need to charge it up. I wanted to lean into this point a little bit more. Um, stress will take more energy out of you than a three-hour practice. Think about some of the times in your life. I really, you know, let's lean into this point. That think about times in your life where you were really stressed out and how tired you got or the negative emotionality, how much that drained you. There's been many times that you went through a very hard workout, jumping up, ready to go, and you say, I still, I still have a little bit more in the tank. Well, and then, and then a lot of times we stress ourselves out before a match. This is what we're, we're really looking to prevent. When you're thinking about wrestling the whole week, the whole day, and then in between all these rounds, and it's so intense, you're draining your battery life. When you step out on the mat, you're wrestling at 71%. You want to be stepping on the mat in the 90s. Maybe it's not perfect. I mean, hey, if you have to step out there at, at 20%, who cares? That's what we were saying before. Get the job done. Milk every, every ounce of that 20% out of you. But if you can help it, you don't want to drain your battery unnecessarily. So... Come in nice and charged. Keep the mood light. Keep it fun. Keep stress to a minimum. Last point, clarity. So we're, we're talking a lot, but the best thing you can do is keep it simple, right? And again, that's a big part of mindset training is not to think more. Do the thinking beforehand, but we want to make sure that we're, we have good clarity and we're thinking less. Right? We want to, ideally, when you're wrestling, you just want to wrestle. You say, everyone says, just wrestle out there. So yeah, I wish it was just that easy. You know, you do the mindset training so you could just wrestle out there, but keep it simple, right? We want to have good clarity um, in a couple different areas. I think about technically, you know, when I when I'm wrestling, I don't have to think about the entire match. But when I shake hands, what am I do? What am I doing with my hands? Am I looking for an inside tie, elbow control, collar tie? Get to your tie up, or maybe you don't want to tie up at all. You know, you want to get your feet moving, but right away, it's keep it simple. It's like. If I'm thinking negative thoughts or if I'm distracted, it's keep it simple. Get to my collar tie, move my feet. Right? I think that's what Kale, Kale Sanderson used to tell himself. When he'd have too much going on in his mind, it would be move your feet, get to my collar tie. And then you've seen him. When he gets there, he's pretty good. When he's moving his feet when he gets to his collar tie. But it's it's declared. And then when you get to the collar tie, okay, what are you doing from there? But keep it, keep it simple. And, and that goes for every position. That goes for top bottom too. Um, and then the other thing I think about is when you have doubts, having clarity. So doubts are going to come down the pipeline, right? You're going to have some doubts during the postseason. I don't care who you are, if you're a heavy favorite or if you're the dead last seed in the States. It, it really doesn't matter. What, what do you tell yourself? How do you respond in that moment is really going to be the most important thing. If you can let it go, that's great. Um, one technique that's worked for a lot of wrestlers is just have a simple phrase or mantra, you know, when you have a doubt. Uh, nope, I'm ready now. That was another that was another kale thing he would say. Nope, I'm ready now. Anytime there's a doubt, I have a mantra. I have something that I'm telling myself, a word or a simple phrase that keeps me focused. So I don't keep going downhill with those thought that thought pattern. It's just I break I break that line of thinking 
and then nope, I'm ready now. So it, it doesn't have to be that that phrase, but have something that you tell yourself in those moments of doubts that that um you know distracts your mind in a positive way. That was perfect. I have nothing to add. All right, <laughs> clarity. That's it. Have, let's have some good clarity. And then the last point, I mean, we kind of touch on is 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 having fun. You know, I guess the whole point here is that ties in with perspective. It ties in with gratitude. Um, you know, if you can't have fun wrestling, it's going to be tough to have fun in life. What, what do little kids do when they're young, before they play any sport? The first thing they do, they scrap, they wrestle. Why? Because wrestling is fun, right? It's, it's fun to play rough. Yeah, it's great. So and that, that's why we want to just remember that. It's like you, another, just one more point I just will add here is that we let, one of the big things that we all appreciate about wrestling across the board is that we enjoy the challenge. Almost all of us wear this, wear wrestling as a badge of honor. When we speak about wrestling, you know, think about you're in the off season or you're, you meet someone and you're a wrestler, right? What are some of the things that, that come to mind right away that you're, you're wear, you wear wrestling as a badge of honor? It's hard. It's a challenge and it's tough. That's one of the things you really, really like about the sport of wrestling. Otherwise you wouldn't do it. There's just far easier things you could be doing that would have a faster payout, right? So you, you wear this, this, this difficulty, this challenge, this badge of honor um, related to wrestling. Remember that now. If you don't get a certain seed, I mean, who cares about seeds at this point? Who cares about records and rankings? Everyone's record is zero and zero. After every match, your record resets again to zero and zero. Don't lose sight of the fact that you like the challenge now, right? Back to League of Their Own, Tom Hanks, Jimmy Dugan, legendary manager of the Georgia Peaches, right? What did he say? He said, it's the hard that makes it great. And you do feel that way about wrestling. We all do. So remember it now. And when you find yourself in a challenge, you find yourself against a difficult, converse, a difficult situation. I live for this stuff. I want this. This is what I like about wrestling. I'm grateful. Things could be a lot worse. So we remind you, whether it's wrestling, school, business or life mindset makes the difference make the best of it it's the most wonderful time of the year i know we can do it friends take care imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.